What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow, early break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, we know it was a rough night for Robin last night as he watched his Giants lose to the Cowboys. So we appreciate him joining us this morning, Robin Washington of Husker Online. Uh, we'll, we'll move past that game, Robin, because I know you don't want to talk about that and, and, the, and the loss. But Thank you. Thank yeah, you're, you're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Rob, kind. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I watch after people here. Um, I'm, I'm curious, so let, let's, go to, let's go this past weekend. Nebraska did not play football this past weekend, thankfully. They couldn't lose a game. Did, <laughs> I'm just Jeez, saying. Jake. I'm just saying. God, Robin, who impre- who impressed you most during this Husker bye weekend of coaches that might be on the radar for Nebraska? Oh boy. Well, um, you know, I think I'll start with the obvious. Um, obviously, Lance Leipold continues to uh, push his way up the mix every every week uh, with the job that he's doing at Kansas, and then. Uh, Dave Aranda uh, beating Matt Campbell head to head straight up. You know, I think that, that was one game that had a lot of Nebraska fans' attention. Um, I don't know. I, I know that people keep wanting to talk about PJ Fleck and the job that he's done at Minnesota uh, has been phenomenal, uh, and the record speaks for itself. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is, but I know that that generated a lot of conversation. This weekend, so you know, I'd say that probably those are, as far as the names on Nebraska's okay. coaching radar, probably jumped out the most. Were your kids in bed Saturday night in the fourth quarter of Kansas State Oklahoma, and was there anything in that game that caught your eye? Well, obviously, I, I didn't get a chance to watch much of it, okay. um, but uh, definitely followed along and, and looked back on it and. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard not to uh, look at that game, especially because of the Adrian connection and the performance that he had, uh, and then the you know, mutual opponent with Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and seeing what Kansas State was able to do that Nebraska uh, clearly was not. Um, you know, it just, just kind of shows where Nebraska is as a program right now. Um, you know, those are the types of games where you, know, you want to compare scores. You know, how was Kansas State able to go down to Norman and, and have that type of performance where – Nebraska wasn't even remotely competitive for for more than five minutes, um, you know. And then obviously the Northwestern scores are another one that you look at where mm-hmm. they continue to sputter and look like one of the the worst teams in the conference, and yet they they beat Nebraska head to head. So those are the types of games that you know, from a Nebraska perspective, uh, kind of throw a little more salt into the wound that, um, that you know maybe these teams that Nebraska's lost to. Uh, aren't all that great, but yet Nebraska looked them, made them look uh, like you know college football playoff contenders in some cases. Robin, you're an astute football observer. You you are. You know football very well. You went to Ireland. You're sitting in Aviva Stadium. We are close, sitting nearby each other. Did it? When you watched that game, did it ever dawn on you that man Northwestern's terrible? <laughs> No, I would I would never would have used the word terrible. In fact, I think I was more having discussions of maybe they're better than people think they are. You know, they came in and people say they might be the worst team in the conference, uh, but you know, they were running the football effectively. They were playing pretty good defense. Their quarterback play with Holinsky was far better than anyone would have expected. So, I mean, I think there was a lot to I – mean, not a lot to like, but there was more to like about you know what that team might be, which clearly uh, – you know, less than a week or two later, uh, showed to be, uh, you know, a lot of false hope for for them. And Nebraska probably made them look a lot better than they actually were. This defense has made Helinski look like a uh, you know Hall of Famer. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Van Trees the same thing. So I'm curious, Robin. You know, you know, Nebraska had a bye week. Bill Bush is now the defensive coordinator. Can, can he work a miracle with this defense? What what can he do to make them better? Yeah, I'm not anticipating a dramatic change uh, at all but I think that what you can see is incremental progress um, to where a lot of just the fundamental things that are going on with this defense you know Mickey touched on it um, in his press conference last week just I mean getting guys to to know what they're doing and line up right and be in the right positions before the snap and um, you know understand what their assignment is from play to play Uh, and then uh, with this kind of renewed emphasis on live tackling and practice, maybe that will help with uh, all the open field tackling issues that are turning, you know, two and three yard runs into eight to ten yard runs. Um, so I mean, I think those are the types of things that you can actually have a chance to improve at this point in the season, given this set of circumstances. Um, and you know, they can try some other things too. Um, I think they can be uh, far more aggressive in coverage. Um, you know, not play six or seven yards off the ball on every snap and just let have teams have whatever they want on the underneath routes. Um, I think that maybe you can tr- get a little bit more creative with your blitzes, uh, get more guys involved with that to try to generate more of a pass rush. Um, I don't, from a personnel standpoint, you know, maybe you're looking in the secondary at some potential shakeups um, just because that's the position group where they've probably rotated the least this season. But up front of the defensive line, at linebacker, um, you know, and, and nickel, they've kind of 
played everybody that they can play. Um, so I don't know what they can do much from a depth chart standpoint outside of maybe mixing some things up at safety and corner. But um, I think the biggest change is, you know, it's not going to be a, a flip of the switch um, over the course of a bye week, but I think as the season goes on, those types of just little uh, basic fundamental things uh, can gradually improve, and then if those things start to improve, then all of a sudden you start playing better defense overall. Robin Washit of HuskerOnline.com joins us. Robin, it's at 7.38 on Tuesday morning. How much is the sellout streak on your mind? Uh, not much. Um, you know, I mean, it, it is to an extent because people are ask about it and people are interested about it. I view it differently than some people. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think we had our chat yesterday and I, I made this point where, uh, you know, I, I understand what the sellout streak means to this program. It's kind of the last link to uh, the past, and the, the one record that still stands. And so in that regard, people want to keep it going, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I just kind of view it as kind of a technicality. Uh, the, the fact that tickets are sold means it's a sellout, even though stadiums haven't been full. People haven't been, you know, actually going to the games uh, to sell the stadium out. And so, you know, it depends on what your term of a sellout is. You know, I, I guess if you want to go from the literal sense, is every ticket sold? Then yes, the streak's still alive. But if you want to go from the sense of there being a capacity stadium at every single game, that thing ended a long time ago. Um, And so, you know, for me, it, it doesn't carry as much weight um, as just because I kind of define sellouts maybe in a, in a, in a different sense than just having the tickets sold. So, you know, for me, if if they say it ends and it's not going to be the end of the world for me, but I also uh, do understand the importance it has to a lot of people and a lot of fans um, around here just because it's that it's that one last link to uh, Nebraska glory years. Robin, regarding the upcoming game against Indiana at 6.30 this Saturday, uh, as of earlier this week and as of right now, Nebraska is viewed as a favorite in this game in Vegas. Three-and-a-half-point favorite. Indiana's 3-1 and one with the loss to Cincinnati last week. Nebraska's one and three with you know the losses they've had. Is there any reason you believe that Nebraska should be favored? Why why would that be the case this weekend? Do you think they should win this game? Well, they're at home. They're coming off a bye week, um, and Indiana's defense is. You know, if it weren't for Nebraska, Indiana would have the worst defense in the Big Ten. Um, they've been getting absolutely torched, and so uh, you know that bodes well for Nebraska um, to be able to potentially win a, a shootout. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think that those are some of the main factors of where that line is. But then, you know, I also look at Vegas knows what they're doing. They're trying to get people to bet Nebraska so they can make some money. And so I think a lot of times you see those lines open up early in the week and then come, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning, maybe you'll start to see some, some pretty significant shifts when the, when the sharps come in. So um, and I, 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 I take it for what it is. I think Vegas obviously has reasoning to make Nebraska a favorite just because of, of of those three main factors. But I'll be interested to see how that line moves over the next few days. What do you, Rob Robin Washit joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Rob, what do you anticipate as far as the offense, how it looks on Saturday, how 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 much differently it might look, given what Mickey has said about tempo. Yeah, so that's kind of the 
the interesting thing here is obviously they uh, didn't do themselves any favors against Oklahoma by by trying to go, um, you know, play for play with with the Sooners and didn't slow things down and um, ended up letting that game get out of hand very quickly. But conversely, now you're going ahead to, to Indiana, where, like I said, they've they've been kind of a a Swiss cheese defense to where, I mean, if, if there was ever an opportunity to be on the attack uh, for the rest of the season, this yeah. would be it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, it, there's a fine line, I think, where you just kind of got to gauge your tempo by, um, you know, how the game goes. And if you're having a lot of success and you're moving the football with ease and Casey's dealing and you know, guys are getting open and running the ball effectively, obviously you don't want to take your foot off the gas pedal and, uh, go into a shell. You won't stay on the attack and, and put points mm-hmm. on the board. But if uh, things aren't working and your defense is struggling, then you got to protect your defense and you got to get the game under control. So it's going to be one of those deals where I think they got to let the first couple series, maybe first two or three series, play out and just get a feel for for how things are going, and then decide whether to you know pull back the reins and and slow things down and shorten the game or. Uh, dial it up because Indiana can't stop them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Robin Walsh joins us. Speaking of getting a feel for how things are going, Fred Hoiberg will be available to the media core today. And we're trying to get a feel for how things are going in Fred's program. What is Do you have any couple questions for Fred that stand out in your mind? Well, they obviously... Um, there's just a lot of new pieces that didn't really get to practice much together. Um, you know, they have really one true point guard on their roster and he didn't do anything with them all summer, uh, Sam Griesel, because he's coming off that hip surgery. So how is that piece factoring into the equation? Um, and then we still don't know uh, what their primary scoring options are going to be. Um, you know, have, has any of that started to take shape over the course of summer workouts? Um, you know, and then, uh, I look at also um, you know, just how much of a difference their revamped front court um, has made to their style of play. Um, you know, there's been a lot of comments made about the impact of, of guys like Blaze Keita um, and Juwan Gary paired with Derek Walker um, that, that has Nebraska's front court as maybe as Big Ten ready as it's been since Fred has been here. And how much is that going to maybe influence of the, the way they play on both ends of the floor. Um, so, I mean, I think that there's just the, the personnel um, is maybe the the most pressing questions right now, um, just because of how different it is compared to previous seasons that, that Fred's had here. 
Robin, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Good job, Rob. Robin Washington, Husker Online. You going to be listening to Fred today? I'll, I'll tune in for that. A lot of questions. Yeah. As Robin said there, I mean, I want to have optimism for that program because I'm, I'm sick of having half you know, glass half empty. Um, but they just haven't been very good at all. They've been hard to watch. It's not, it's not just not good. It's hard to watch a lot. So I hope Blaze Kadev is as good as people think he could be. I hope Jawan Gary comes in and makes an impact. That Derek Walker makes it, you know, even gets gets even better than he has been the last couple of years. I mean, there there is a path to them being respectable. Can they find that path? Is the question I ask. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, just I don't I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I know Fred's nine and fifty oh, in the Big Ten. God. He's he's nine and fifty. <laughs> it's I, terrible. Yeah, nine and fifty. Yeah, so bad. And Robin, yeah. I, I saw Robin on our chat yesterday. He's predicting ten wins this year. Ten yeah. wins overall. Total. total yeah. yeah, not just conference. Total wins. That won't get Fred back. No, well, no. I think I think Trev will be busy again. Well, I root for his success. I again, Fred's I know you a do. very likable. I, I love Fred Hoiberg. He just got to win. If results right. matter. Yeah, got to win. Yeah, there's no. I, I there's nothing. Like I would love him to have this great success story where they they rise from the ashes and they're they're good, mm-hmm. but I just don't see it. Hope I'm wrong. By the way, from Corey and Lincoln, I'm not sure what he uses for his service here, but hit what he has the Nebraska line against Indiana has gone up to six and a half point favorritess hmm. for Nebraska. Hmm. Indiana lost a key receiver. I don't know maybe that has it something wasn't to Cam do with camper it. though no I, that's so curious good. to uh, me. I, well, that's a you lot. You can try to explain it all you want. I don't get it. Makes no sense. A one in three football team that has one win against North Dakota should not be favored against a Big Ted team. You can do that once you win a game. Go prove it. Then, then maybe against Rutgers, you're a favorite. Maybe, but not yet. Favorite on the road. I said maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let's play the game. She'll give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. We did NFL kickers yesterday, and you lost. Low-scoring game, but you lost. Today, we're back to the NFL again. And you've done this. You you tri- you quizzed me a couple years ago on this. I'm bringing it right back to you because things have changed. NFL backup quarterbacks. Mm, okay. What teams are these quarterbacks the backups for? Okay. Ready? Yeah. That fair? Yes. Let's have some fun. 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the takedown sip and trivia. You lost yesterday, but you're still 16-4 and four since the reset, so a lot of padding there for you. Okay. I'm just making sure. Lock in. I'm having some voice problems. Have you noticed that? Well, your allergies are coming up today, yeah. it looks like. You okay? Just fine. Okay. Uh, Rogan, how do you feel about NFL backup quarterbacks today? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, Rogan. Um, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. All right. First question goes to you, Rogan. Here we go. What NFL team is 
Desmond Ritter the backup quarterback for? The Falcons. Falcons is correct. He might be starting at some point this season. Marcus Mariota, the current starter in Atlanta. Why say that? Uh, because Mariota's not the future. You know, he's damaged. He's old. He's old news. 1-0 lead for Rogan. <laughs> to tie it up, sit first question. What NFL team is Malik Willis the backup Ooh. quarterback for? Ooh. The former Liberty Flame. Liberty Flame. Oh. I have a good... Okay, yeah. you got five seconds to guess. Starting now. Five. Uh, four. Plays for a three. team with the best running back in football. Tennessee. The Titans is correct. He got some playing time against the Bills before they lost to the Dolphins next week. All right. 1-1 uh, one, one tie. Rogan for the lead. Your last question. What NFL team is Case Keenum mm. the backup quarterback for? <coughs> The Bills. Buffalo Bills is correct. I was a Patriots. Well, you were wrong. All right, Sip, for the tie, fourth tiebreaker, your last question. What NFL team is Gardner Minshew the backup quarterback for? God. That's a... I need this, don't I? You need it. Down two to one. This is the fourth, the tiebreaker. To not start the week off 0-2. Fly, Eagles, fly. Is he on? <laughs> Eagles, yes, he is. How about that? Now, this goes to Rogan because it was you last time in the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, Rogan, your number. <coughs> Sip will go over, under your number. All right. Rogan, how many touchdowns has Gardner Minshew thrown in his three NFL seasons? This is his fourth. So, it's before this. His three <coughs> full seasons before this. Um, I'll go 37. Sip, 37 is the number. Are you going over or under that for Gardner Minshew's NFL 37? Yep. Got to be under. Got to be under. No. How about 41? 41 touchdowns with the Jaguars. You had a couple last year for the Eagles, too, but mostly with Jacksonville. Nice guess, Rogan. Good game. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Have a good one, guys. There he goes. Hey, all that questions hurts. were correct. It was that close hurts. to the tiebreakers. Well played. That hurts. Well done, everyone. That really hurts. I'm going to say this. If I was asked this question about Gardner Minshew and the number was 37, I would have also said under. When I researched it, I was surprised. And, you know, he's, he's only got 12 picks. Like, he's got 41 touchdowns and 12 good. picks. He's got good numbers. That's good numbers. Darn but, it. But I'm, I'm just giving you, I, I would have gone under myself with that I guess. don't like this 0-2 thing. Yeah, you're not used to it, are you? Uh-uh. 0-2, that puts some pressure on Wednesday. Yeah, it does. Some heat. Well, Wild card Wednesday? Yeah, tomorrow's. I don't have it. I have not made it yet, so. How about Husker hometown? No, that's not wild card. <laughs> What do you mean it's not wild? If you've lost eight straight games, we'll do Husker hometowns. Not not for two straight losses. You're still up on the season 16 to 5. That's pretty wild cardy, though. It's not that wild cardy. That that deserves a Monday or Tuesday topic. I got to get my voice back. It's okay. Have some tea, chug some coffee. I've I've been chugging coffee. Have a Slurpee. 
I haven't had a Slurpee in years. Well, it's time to break one out there. Do they still have them? Yeah, that's a good question. Who has Slurpees? There's no 7-Elevens in this town. Uh-uh. Like, does an Easy Go have a Slurpee? Does a I think Kate, they does do. Casey's I think Casey's have a Slurpee? Yeah, I think they have the equivalent of a, a slushy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. I've never had one before. I, I'm out on it. I've never had a Slurpee ever I don't in my desire lifetime. it. That makes me a bad person to sue me. I've never had a Slurpee, though. I've never really? wanted never it. I don't had think one? I have. I used to get those cherry Slurpees back in the day when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, it doesn't. It does nothing for me. Like, I don't. I don't look at a Slurpee and say I need to have that. In the summer when it's one oh one, Slurpee tasted well, pretty good. Think about me. You know, you know, like a Slurpee is a similar look to a margarita, right? Sometimes. Yeah. And a I blended hate, margarita. And I hate margaritas. I hate tequila. I don't like it. They're nasty. I hate it. I'm. So, I know it breaks your heart. But I, I hate even, margaritas. Yeah, I don't even know what to say right now. What are you talking about? Margaritas are nasty. I don't like tequila. I don't like margaritas. It's a personal thing. Huh. I've tried many of them, different restaurants, different people's recipes. Tried them. It's the tequila. I hate tequila. Hate it. Put hate some mezcal in there. I hate tequila. Smoky margarita. I'll Very try good. a smoky one. Yeah. But I just defla- you should. Something's not right about the flavor of a margarita for me. I can't do it. Interesting. No, don't like it. Hmm. It's, well, my only per- it's my own personal thing. That's okay. Took an L, 16 and 5. Wanted that one bad. Thought I had it. That was a good <laughs> guess by Rogan on the tiebreaker. Yeah, Rogan did a good job. Rogan was- I was impressed you got both your questions. Titans and Eagles were well done. Fly, Eagles, fly. Ro- Rogan is formidable on the NFL. He, he was dialed in. And so were you. Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't have got Case Keenum, though. Not the Patriots. Right division. <clears throat> wrong team. Spillover's next on an early break in the ticket. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.